This podcast has been modified to accommodate listeners with high-frequency hearing loss. The land of southern Ontario is heavily developed by industry, by agriculture, and by urban development. Some estimates say that less than 2% is left of the old-growth forests that once covered the region. This is a common situation around most major population centers, unfortunately. But this doesn't mean there isn't a lot of bird life to explore in these areas. This series will explore some of the areas within and between the cities of Hamilton and Waterloo during the midsummer season when avian breeding activity has slowed down a bit in preparation for the autumn migration. In contrast to the mostly clear soundscapes of Bruce Peninsula, this will sound more urban. While regions like this are deeply scarred by human development, it can be surprising how much avian life both survives and thrives, even in areas well within the reach of public transit. The Field Sparrow has a very lively song. It starts off with slow, repeated tones, then accelerates to a point where it almost blurs into a solid note. Its rhythm is like a ping-pong ball being dropped to a hard surface. These warm-colored birds of eastern North America are found in tall grass prairies and in old fields with shrubs and small trees. The males are often perched high and exposed while singing, especially in the early morning. Today I'm birding the Dundas Valley in the city of Hamilton on the west end of Lake Ontario. We're going to find this field sparrow plus a very talkative eastern towhee and some wood thrush. My name is Rob and this is Songbirding. Forest, Hamilton, Ontario. Much 
further south than the previous recordings. As you can hear, you can tell we're in an urban area. Even if it doesn't visually look like it, you certainly can't tell. You can tell the audio environment is very urban. The train in the background going through Dundas along the Niagara Escarpment. And we've got cars all over. Even though we are much further south, we're still along the Niagara Escarpment. In this case, we're in the valley. We're in the Dundas Valley. That accelerating call you're hearing is a field sparrow right now in the tall grass prairie. And we got a sparrow ticking at us, probably a field sparrow. This place is loaded with field sparrows. Although that train sounds nearby, the problem is it's actually more or less hugging the escarpment, which projects the sound. The train is probably actually five kilometers away. It's a downy woodpecker. Field sparrow that's common here, that's just a song sparrow singing now. Field sparrow, which is really common in this spot, is the repeated call that accelerates. Not that one, that one's song sparrow. That one's more of a song. So field sparrow is just a repeated single note going faster and faster. Accelerating behaviors, more or less diagnostic. It will tell you that you've got field sparrow, especially when you're out in the field like this. So there's a chipping sparrow. In the distance we have a eastern tohi making an odd variation on its call. Looking at a downy woodpecker, spending some time on an ash tree that has been ravaged by the ash borer. He's picking the bark apart. Now there's a hairy woodpecker here too. There's also more airplanes here, so this is... You can now hear some airplanes. hearing bobbling song, but you're not actually here. This is actually a research project where 
boggling songs being played here throughout the uh, sunlight hours. Attempt to attract the species. Slight cheat to get our bobbling sound. They all normally, normally, they will, normally they will fly up into the air and sing. They sometimes will sing from a perch or from tall grass. A lot of field sparrows here ticking at me. some fledgling song sparrows in an argument. Not sure where the bluebirds are that I heard. There's our field sparrow. Field sparrow is flushed out of a nest. Don't want to bug them too much, so I'm going to take a quick look. We're seeing they have three eggs. So, not very ambitious, this field sparrow nest. They usually have four or five. However, it's getting later in the season. It's getting hotter. This, uh, The song sparrow mother might already have some fledglings, like I'm already looking at one right now. It may not be hers though, their territories can be quite tight. Okay, I took some photos of a fledgling field sparrow, which is only within a few meters of the nest, but that may yet be someone from a different territory. Could also be the young for this bird. That's why they would have three eggs if they already have some young to take care of. You may have heard in the distance the pileated woodpecker there. It's very wet today from rain and dew. The, uh, this will make the tick situation better. This area ticks are quite prominent. Up in Bruce County, I wouldn't have to worry about it. Okay, I'm also looking at looks to be a fledgling indigo bunting. Very light brown bird. 
a little bit of streaking on it and the chest. Otherwise, just kind of buffy brown with some darker wings. Larger than a regular sparrow. Looks like our fledglings are quite abundant here. But they're not going to be singing. So you won't hear That's our eastern toby. abbreviated drink your tea as just drink tea. Now we've got this eastern toki doing the abbreviated drink tea. He's right above us. We're at a tall tree at the edge of a field. As Tohe's just perched at the top, singing over his territory which beyond this field is a valley full of dogwoods. We also have something kicking at us. Looks to be a house wren. In the distance, you can hear a wood thrush. Those whips were from a 
great crested flycatcher. I was wondering, is it great crested flycatcher or is it great crested flycatcher? It's actually the latter. The crest isn't that great. It's that the bird is bigger. That again is the call from the great crested flycatcher. It's a big bird for a flycatcher. like I was looking at the back end of a black-billed cuckoo, which was then chased off by two great crested flycatchers right in front of me. And our eastern towhee has changed songs. Something that's actually closer to the spotted towhee song, but this is not a spotted towhee. That. that was a kingbird looking at an eastern kingbird. It's another kind of flycatcher. That was the great crested flycatcher. Appears to be three great crested flycatchers here. Now looking at a ruby-throated hummingbird perching in a dead branch. The top of an apple tree with a dead branch. At the very edge, tiny little ruby-throated hummingbird. A couple of great crested flycatchers are fighting. They just flew off now. 
third one here. Possibly a fourth, too. Also hearing two northern cardinals. So all this just flew over. Eastern cottontail just ran by. A fifth great crested flycatcher just showed up. And move on from this spot. Very dense here. Barn swallow flying over. So while we are in an urban environment, still quite a lot of birds here. By urban, I mean within a certain range of urban areas. is a natural area, but acoustically it's urban and it's deeply affected by the amount of people living around here. some wood thrush.
eastern wood buoy in the distance. See if I can wait out this airplane. I'm recording up north the Bruce Peninsula while there was lots of planes. They were generally much higher in the air, so I'd never have to stop and wait for something like that. Occasionally there were cars I'd have to wait for though, if I was close enough to the highway. So we've crossed the field, we're going to come into a forested ravine system full of American basswood, hemlock, some maples, some now dead ash. It's a very dense canopy. Very dark. should be able to hear how different the acoustics are. I hear Scarlet Tanager. I'm gonna head over there. That's a winter wren. And uh, it is not so common down here. This is the second year I've observed winter wren in this space. Over the course of about six years, only two of those years, the last two years, I've even had winter in. They like this nice, cool, dark ravine in here. Of course, our scarlet teenager seems to have moved on. But, i keep moving. See if we hear it again. Getting a little late in the season, possibly, to be hearing Scarlet Tanager. Going to give it a try. Very wet this year, so a lot of fungus around here. A lot of fungus has already been nib nibbled by various animals. 
As you can hear, we're in a quieter area. Just above the ravine, skirting the edge of it. Another wood thrush coming up on. This one's in a much quieter situation. It's among some of the dogwoods and hawthorns. This thrush is a bit easier as, to identify. It has very short phrases, melodic phrases. Pirole, pirole. Songbirding Midsummer was recorded, engineered, narrated, and created by me, Rob Porter, with Creative Commons music from Kevin McLeod and Creative Commons soundscapes from the Hamilton Naturalist Club. You can learn more at songbirding.com. Mm-hmm.